Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Requiem Radio. You have myself, Solo Requiem, and my co-host, Hazy Dialects. Today, we have a special guest and our newest member of the team, Mr. Crafty Spales. He currently does power scaling videos, and he's really passionate about his content. I'm glad he's going to be on our team. Hey, Crafty, you mind introducing yourself for us? Of course. Uh, as you already said, I'm uh, Crafty or Mr. Crafty Scales, and uh, yeah, I have my own channel. Again, it's the name of it, right? I just I just really post the um, what's it called, power scaling content. Man, um, I, I just try to be. I do debate i guess discuss mostly do it to mostly not for the throw of oh i want to just debate because not i do for the throw of the i want to defend my own points if you know what i mean right but besides that i try to be like a nice chill guy i guess oh and i'm very thankful and happy to be on this team you know i'm looking forward to like doing you know making it grow bigger anyway thanks for having me on this episode too yeah no, it was a pleasure to have you on and it's good to have you as a guest and like i said again can't stress enough member of your team we love your content, we love your channel, we love what you do and you post out. We're going to be having a Season 3, Episode 1 in the future, which is going to be covering the other members on, but for now it's just going to be solely on you. So, um, shout out to Liminal Meadow as well, uh, because he does a pretty good job of thumbnails as well. But we'll discuss that in a different episode, but for now, like I said, it's on you. Thanks again for being here. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say real quick, yes, Liminal Meadow. Thank you, one of my great friends who makes all my thumbnails. Check him out whenever you can. He's amazing. Uh, going on to the topic, can you explain to a novice or someone who's not familiar what power scaling is? What is, what is it? What does it refer to? So power scaling in Lame's Man's turn is essentially just like like measuring or scaling. It's, it's literally named the power of a character, but not in the sense of like, then you must define what this power means. I guess in power scaling, there's like a lot of like, excluding like talking about abilities since that doesn't necessarily need to be power scaling, right? Um, I feel like like um, power is going to be separated into the, uh, many of like different categories, but usually it falls around how hard can a person hit, how destructive is it, and how fast they are. Will it be like combat, reaction, or even like traveling to place? Like, hey, if the Flash can travel through time at so so speed, but like this this little um, uh, this little robot from a little kids show can like go faster than time itself, even though he didn't go anywhere. Who knows? You know. It really just it really just is measuring the power and it ranges from anywhere from like technically zero dimensional, which is essentially something that I, the only way for me to f- explain it simply not take a whole video length is just say you viewer, right, watching this, you would be beyond infinitely and excessively greater than that. You know, if you want to if you want to feel better about yourself, you know, just just think about that. There's zero dimensional beings out there, you would be like a god in comparison to. But like and then, like, you get some regular stuff. So, like, you know, who knows? Like, characters are going to blow up a planet, like, or who can maybe, like, eat stars, like, on some, I don't know, who eats stars and, like, like, gag characters. I don't know. That's, like, a trope. Or then you have stuff like who people blow up universes or even higher than, like, the highest, well, just technically higher tiers, but, like, characters like Outer Versal, which is, like, usually somewhat, there's so many different definitions, but my definition for Outer Versal, which most people agree with, being beyond any spatial or dimensional access all not like all spatial dimensional access which would be like low outer essentially like we have any dimensional access from one to beyond infinity if you know if you can um, get a grasp of that yeah, yeah so it seems like a pretty tight-knit community when would be your guess when it started forming like was power scaling always a thing even before youtube or would you say it like blew up recently because of certain channels maybe or certain topics or debates what's your thoughts on that so wait were you asking like how do i get into it or just like the, in general like how the community is the in general how did the community yeah form 
around this? Um, so I I'm gonna be honest. I'm a I would say I'm a if anything a new gen scaler. I'm not like I haven't been around people like Aeroflame, Seth, Chuck, etc. etc. Right. So I don't think I'm the best to talk about the history of power scaling. I uh I do want to say though I from what my own experience of what I've seen since I do prefer a lot of the older day videos in my own you know I like I grew uh, in a sense I grew up on those videos where I don't really the newer day videos aren't as appealing to me like I think they've they think they all come down to the same formula which I'm not gonna lie I probably follow that formula I try to add something new but like I probably follow the same formula too it works but like you, you always want to be different but like um I feel like the scaling community now is revolved around how can I argue my character beating yours just because like there's no like some people um I don't want to name drop anyone and get you know flagged <laughs> but like um I do know there's a lot of people who just want to argue their character to whatever just because regardless of like narrative and not even just narrative time just the actual going on like actually I'll name drop this guy I don't like him Igneo, probably don't know him. He's a but like uh he um he wouldn't make a scale, which for a while I agreed with him. One, because I didn't have enough time to like research it, nor did I care. But it was like saying like Meliodas is inaccessible speed. But actually, one of my friends, he actually showed me, right? That oh uh so this person moving in stop time, right? But actually it was stated like the like the chapter before, they didn't actually move in stop time, they just thought time was stopped. I'm like, man, you really just like was ratting, which yeah, it's a term we use. So I'm like, so I think nowadays the community's kind of devolved into like, I want my character to be the strong, so I'm gonna disregard context and narrative. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. And one more thing before we go over to Hazy to ask you some questions: What would you consider was the thing that inspired getting you into making your own videos and your own opinions, commenting, taking less of a sideline approach, more of an active, making your own content? No, oh, for me or Hazy. Oh, for you. And then we'll go over to oh. Hazy to ask you questions. Oh, sorry. So, <laughs> um, I guess would encourage me. I'm not going to lie. I, the first, uh, this sounds, it's like, uh, this, I'm going to get, I know people are going to say I'm a Dragon Ball tard, which I'm not. I love Dragon Ball, but like my first, I guess, introduction to power scaling was watching Frieza destroy Vegeta, planet Vegeta. That, that did it. I was like, damn, he blew up a planet with his finger. Now, it says that I was interested in, like, oh, man, how strong are these characters? Who does that? Who does that, right? And I want to say a year or a year and a half before I actually made my channel, I would just have, like, a Google Notes, right? I would, like, write down my own stuff, like, oh, where I scaled this character. And I didn't have a, I didn't have a challenge, did it just because, you know? I don't, even know who, I don't even know who I was doing this for because I didn't have Discord either. Or just wanted to talk. I didn't have anyone to, like, debate. I just did it just because, right? Then it hit me, you know what? I want to make a channel because a lot of times I know there's Seth drama, but Seth, Chuck, Clyde, all those type of people, right? They like, in a sense, inspired me, right? To make these videos, right? He's like, they're even Broku. He actually is a big inspiration. Um, if you guys know him, he's really popular. Um, what's it called? So, um, yeah, that just like inspired me to do it. Now, I do have to say, I have privated or enlisted some of my very first videos. I'm still trying to do that because I don't want to go back to that era. I call it the pre-1K era. I don't I don't want to go back there. It's 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 a it's a depressing era. It's like the dark ages. But like um yeah, I just that, that's what kind of I think, you know, motivated me to like do like more. You know what I mean? Just for fun. No, exactly. I hundred percent get that. Um Hazy, is there any questions you want to ask for Mr. Crafty? Uh yeah. Um so you said that you're more of a new gen, and I do see that your channel was around 2021. Um, 
Is there anything in particular that stands out to you about your analysis that has sharpened throughout the years of doing it? Oh, most definitely. So I don't mean to call anyone out on this. This isn't like really something that like, oh, if you do this, man, well, you're just bad. This is just some people just kind of have to do this. But like for an example, right? Maybe a lot of times, like in the past, or I just grab a scan. Like there, you have to delineate. There's so much stuff to put into when you're making an argument. One, what's the context? Two, are these the official scans? Three, like are you showing the whole thing? For me, I know. For example, let's say you want to look up something. I don't know. Is Naruto planetary? Right. Let's say that. Right. I like. I'm gonna say you have like a fifty-fifty chance of you would see the scan of like the like Ten Tails chakra being compared to a planet. I'm not saying it is. I'm saying for an example. Right um most of the time when they see that right that's not like the whole scan it's like a cropped photo of it right i would always just grab those like, oh that fits my argument right now i like to just go it was like i've read or watched most of the animus and mangas before i make the video because i want to actually like be in depth on the context you know like, i would leave context out a lot of you know a lot of stuff and also i think i would just say things I didn't understand. I would just like I would appeal to like a tiering system, which I don't. I don't appeal to any system anymore. I like use my own logic or understanding because like I like to study most science, like most stuff. When you're including when it comes to like power scaling, you would need right. I like to study that just generally, even before I even started power scaling. I've always was fascinated with science or stuff like that, you know. So I think over the years, not only do I go and like look for the context and actually go in depthly, but I try to like grab. The raw scan, if you know what I mean. And recently, so I've been, I have a lot of friends who actually speak Japanese or doctorates, and I've been like trying to learn it myself so I can actually get the original meaning of most of the time I'd feel anime or manga, which is just going to be Japanese. Even most games like Sonic, that's all mostly originated from a Japanese creator or creation, right? It's always better to learn the native language to get the author's intent, you know? So I feel like I've drastically evolve in that sense as well as video editing and argumentation formulating and when it comes to um well a lot of people enjoy power scaling videos and that discourse of formulating a video and a lot of people equally enjoy debates um could you explain to people in terms of like the environment how drastically different those two are like if you um if you're about to engage in a debate or make a video like how drastically different is that for most people or just for you and personally like how is that experience different when you're engaging with those two things so in my experience i think it's different as night and day it's not always the case for this person some there's like two types of i well, was like a few more than one but like i like to delineate between those two types of videos like it's power scaling. one you have the person who's just arguing like he was debating an opponent so he'll just you know it's not in most of those cases, they're not that much appealing, like to the like. It's not like good. The ending's not always the best. Is they're not. That's not their fault. They're not trying to do that. They're trying to make an argument, and it's a fact, right? It might show like twenty scans for one point, which is good, but not always needed. And then there's other channels that just like try to provide the scaling, and then but also try to make it appealing to the viewer. They sometimes like iffy on like, oh, how much they're doing that. For me, I like the latter, though. I I'm not like gonna send like one scan in the video but yeah that's you see this guy you see the scan yeah believe me guys come on trust me i like to scan like i like to show what's needed but like for example i actually have my own save for all my scales i actually have and when you're engaging in a debate it's you're really gonna you don't know you're gonna figure and maybe find a great debater a rat or maybe it really depends right but when you're in a debate 
I would say if you have like a YouTube uh, channel, the scans, I would say if you watch a YouTube video and they show scans, go research yourself first and get like three more scans to help prove that point or the whole context. It's like for me, I'm not always going to show that. It's like, I don't need to. I'm trying to make it appealing. If I show 20 scans of proof of one point, that's not going to be, I'm not going to lie. People have a short attention span. I got to get them hooked on the point and then move on. You know what I mean? Another question I had in regards to that. What would you say is one of your biggest pet peeves as a content creator for your own videos? Would you say it's that, like trying to get your audience's attention or people just like peanut gallering you? What would you say it'd be for you? Um, I would say, okay, I hate the other, I hate YouTube comment section. I hate them. I, I swear. I, 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 I fucking hate them because like the reason why it's like um, we were kind of talking about before the recording. There's this one person, right? He made a whole Bible verse, right? Of like as a response to disagreement. I don't care if you disagree with the video. I'm open to discussion. I'm always open to new points. Like, like I, if you want to talk to me, then I will literally just give you my Discord. And I prefer like actually talking rather than texting because you know I, I just don't like texting as much as I like calling, right? But um, I just is like the reason why is because like these people will write like Bible verses. And I'm just like you're shotgunning me. I can't respond to all your points. So let's say I did that. Let's say I humored you and did that. I'm gonna come back like maybe 10 half an hour later, right? Be a whole nother one. I'm like, I don't want to do this. Like, I this is taking more time than we just talked normal. That is just a pet peeve of mine. But rather than just grabbing the attention of the eyes, I wouldn't say it's a pet peeve. I think that's motivation, you know? Like, okay, yeah, make this video good, you know? Yeah, I could definitely understand that with in regards to myself and being deeply involved in like theology and politics and philosophy, where there'll be times where when I was like, I'm gonna say like probably a few years ago where I could have the ADHD and sit down and just lock in and just, like, respond to, like, paragraph after paragraph after paragraph for hours on end. I can't really do that anymore. I'm kind of burned where I'm like, look, man, if you want to talk about it, just my Discord's open, you know, call me if you want, talk to it on Twitter space. I'm not going to go back and forth with you. And then it's at a point where it's, like, almost like, you know, just I don't like to use the word loosely, but just haters, people who just try to comment and shotgun on all of your posts. It's like, dude, I don't care. Like, I hate to break it to you. I just don't care about your opinion that way. Exactly. Like I've actually, I want to say there's like two or three people on my channel that do that. Right. They see one thing they don't like. And like, I actually, I like to give the courtesy to respond to people regardless. Right. But then he goes on like every other video saying, just try and nitpick. I'm like, and about it is like, I'm like, all right, it gets, it gets me annoyed. Not the fact that they're nitpicking. I don't care if you beat me in a debate, whatever. I learned from that experience. Right. I, I really don't care. Right. But, like, the fact that you're not, like, the fact that I'm actually saying, okay, you know, in lack of better words, man up, here's my Discord, let's do this, right? So I usually don't go in like that. I'm not aggressive. I'm like, hey, we can discuss or debate. But if you are acting negative towards me, I will respond equally, you know? But, like, these people just are like, nah, this is stupid. I mean, like, oh, you don't want to debate in front of your people because, like, uh, you're scared to lose? I'm like, no, because we can't send scans. We can't prove, we just shotgun each other, like, yeah, you don't want to steal menu, you, you know? Like, by the way, if I'm using words, you guys understand, it's like, I guess, more... No, you're okay, man, you're good. Terms. Not you, not you guys, you're probably... I'm talking about, like, the viewers. Oh, that's just so annoying. I actually did... There's this one person, right? It wasn't from my channel specifically, it's from a different channel, right? That was, like, quote, reacted to a friend of mine, right, who actually did a video. And um, the guy was just being so, so dumb. Like, he's trying to act like he... He, he actually wanted Discord agreed to, right? But he's trying to act like he has to. We're doing by his rules. Like, he, like he's like, all right, uh, you gotta prove that my character isn't that high. I'm like, no, that's not my burden. That's yours. He's like, ah, so you're conceding. I'm like, no. 
that's just not my burden. It's, and like we haven't even started the debate, just saying all this. And like we haven't agreed to these prerequisites. Yeah, he's just asserting so much. It's just so dumb when you get people like that, which is why I just I just don't engage with them. No, it's like I completely understand. And like I used to. I'm not doing it as much, but hold very formal, regulated, you know, Lincoln Douglas style debates because I always felt there's a lack of structure in debate where it's becoming more of a blood sport where it's just like, okay, we're not playing this like BS game, like your rules, my rules. But even then, like I said, I'm getting kind of drained on doing a lot of stuff. Like I'd much rather prefer just talking about something. Like not everything has to be a debate. And for a lot of debate bros, that's like holding a cross to a vampire or just burns them <laughs> upon seeing that where I'm like, dude, exactly. like not everything has to be a debate. Like, no, I, I completely agree. Like, discussing is a lot better because when you're in a debate, right, I, I like to say I sometimes maybe I may overprepare. I have to grab 20 different scans for one point and, like, it gets heated. Like, I actually did, I don't even want to call it a debate. It was, I would say it's more of a discussion, but, like, I prepared for it to be a debate. And it's just because um, I, I kind of already expressed my love for Dragon Ball. I'm not a tard. I don't, I don't go saying, you see this guy? You see this human? He's like out of it. No, I, just, I can't believe this people even say that. No, that's just dumb. Um, but like, uh, this, they were, there's just this server I'm in, right? Um, and I don't want to name drop, so I'm not trying to diss the, the person who's a YouTuber, right? He is a nice person. He's just, oh God, he's, he's just, I swear, he's, the takes are horrendous. Like, and I thought my takes were hot, but whatever, right? And like, I actually had discussed, he was, he really thought that, like, um, I guess like Goku wasn't even like universal. Like, and I'm just like, okay. And it was going on for like a whole week. I'm like, all right, bro, let's just talk about this. This is getting annoying now, you know? Yeah, I get that. Um, Hazy, do you want to ask him anything? Cause I was curious about some of his videos. Want to talk about after? Um, in terms of just debating and etiquette, one thing I've noticed as a reoccurring aspect of people who are very strongly opinionated is this fear of being wrong in a lot of ways, which is kind of surprising to some degree. People who are very vocal about their opinions on a certain subject matter and are very adamant about how right they are are also equally incapable or unwilling to concede to being wrong. And sometimes they even posture in comment sections or in posts or articles about subject matters in which the majority of their disagreement is just a byproduct of the misunderstanding of the very argument they're trying to critique. It's, it's very fascinating sometimes. I think if people were willing to show that like, look, dude, if, you, if we could have a conversation about it and we can come to a mutual understanding about like why I believe your position is pretty flawed and I prove that and uh, there's no hard feelings at the end of the day, I think people would be more willing. But most people assume that like as soon as the debate's over, like, oh, you conceded on this? You're wrong? Okay, good. Own, own, moan, coat, seed. Okay, whether that, no. That's funny because <laughs> yeah. I, that's funny, you know, because like, I'm not gonna lie, I do that, but no, I don't do that to everyone. I do it to people I just dislike, like Igneal. I'm bringing it up twice because I don't like him. Anyway, um, <laughs> what's it called? But like regularly, it's, I'm not gonna lie, uh, I under, I have, in a sense, sympathy to the fact that, oh, you don't want to admit when you're wrong. Not in the sense like, oh, oh being like egotistical, but like, let's say, for an example, right? Uh, this had to be a while ago. I want to say like a year and a half ago. I did this research for a character. I spent like months, right? I'm like, I got this rock solid. I debated this one guy. He fucking destroyed me. I'm not going to lie. I admit, like, imagine if you took so long formulating your arguments in a sense like, uh, like, okay, this is like this airtight. No one's going to be able to poke through. So then this one guy, he gets a laser and just shoots through it. You know, I understand that. I, but like, I understand, like, I feel like the main problem that comes is people don't want their character to be lower than they thought. 
like Jujutsu Kaisen, for example, it's like my top five, top three favorite verses, right? But ever since that Mach 3 statement, I gotta admit, a lot of people got like, like denial, right? Which I was one of them. I will not lie. I'm like, nah, this doesn't make sense. You know, these guys are like grabbing bullets, like, you know, whatever, right? Which, to be fair, it's only one time, but whatever. And uh, I understand where, like, you don't want your character to be that weak. You want them to be stronger or as strong as you thought they were. And I can understand, like, having that, like, bringing down on you, especially if you've done research for a while, right? Like, that, I understand why I don't, but, like, I feel like on the flip side, which I, this is why I try to be, I, I admit I don't do this all the time. I'm not some like saint of scaling or debating. I'm like I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I, I get I get heated. I will, I don't like to, but I do. Um, but like uh, what's it called like I I uh, think it's better. What I'm trying to do is like if there's something generally wrong with your argument, be open to criti- criticism. You know, and the best thing to do is just don't lie to yourself. If something is off, don't use it. I'm like there's better half today, right? I was in research for a character, right? And I'm like, oh, God, I got all this stuff. I what this feat would skill to. But then I'm like, wait a minute. Is this feat actually what it's supposed to be? At the research, it wasn't. I'm like, well, oh, shit. Uh, back to the drawing boards, you know? Another thing on that, too, your argument, it's okay to have a bullet bite here or there for consistency, even if you don't like it. But you shouldn't be eating a whole plate of lead for breakfast, lunch, and dinner during, like, an argument. And for people wondering what the term bullet bite means, it means when someone brings up an uncomfortable hypothetical or scenario for your argument we support where you just gotta like for consistency be like fuck it yeah full send i'm i just have to support that you shouldn't do that for like every single minute point basically because then it just becomes very distasteful and disingenuous no yeah i agree like um oh, one of the one of the funniest instances of this was doing a vegan debate where someone was saying um go oh, so do you think that uh eating animals is morally okay and they're like yeah 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 they're like um like, so what's the delineation between human beings and animals? And they're like, oh, well, intelligence, like, well, human beings, some human beings are mentally handicapped, but you can see these people as okay for slaughtering and certain countries are like, well, yeah, he's like, uh, okay, would you think that would be okay? Like, you can do whatever you want to them. No moral action is prevented, like even like um, taking advantage of somebody who was mentally disabled is like, well, the intelligence is uh, comparable to like a cow. I'm like, there's no reason to fight this. <laughs> like, what's, what's, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. There's someone you just like, that's when you get stupid. Yeah, I think the worst bullet bite for me in a debate was over morality and is it okay to subject your morality upon others? And I was going against a guy who was like really full blown, like consent based morals. As in anything that, you know, someone does, if you do it without your consent, it's immoral. Which I asked him, I disagree with it because I think it's unreasonable. If someone's not in a good mental state, then you should be able to step in and help them. Like if a schizo is like having a literal episode, you should be there to like, you know, pull them, get their shit together, basically, like get them help or like find a medical professional to help them. But what I ended up doing was posing him a hypothetical saying, okay, um, you have uh, someone, you know, standing on the edge of a bridge or even a random guy. He says he's going to jump. Are you going to grab him, pull him off? He's like, of course not. You know, that's his own lot, his own body, his own choice. Let him do whatever he wants. I went, oh, okay, cool. Um, it's your own mother on the end of the bridge now. You know, the woman who gave birth to you. So, same scenario. She's about to jump. What do you do? He's like, oh, I'll try reasoning with her. I'm like, reason ain't working. She's going to jump. Last chance, you're going to grab her? He's like, no, just let her jump. I'm like, oh, so you're just going to let your own mother just die right in front of you. Interesting. <laughs> but it's just like the bullet bites. I'm like, dude, just come on, man. But 
Yeah, it's quite, uh, it's quite uh, yeah. um, humorous. To both of these, uh, I just want to point out that the person was just simply asked, would it be okay to eat these people? And then they added on that, you know, no action against them would be immoral. This would include some things as like getting sexual gratification from this. And which is why I was like, he just added an additional bullet that he just didn't need to bite. Like, uh, that's what perplexed me about what he said there. And even in these situations, um, in um, something like an anarchist conversation, I imagine framework you're like so you think um freedom in this situation um supersedes someone going through a psychosis episode where in the right mind they would never uh engage in such self-destructive tendencies or actions so it's like it's interesting to like have them have to um deliberate that sort of moral quandary so you know it's yeah, uh i was going up against like a nine rand objectivist and their whole shtick is basically consent based morality where it's like absolute for them and my general rule of thumb if anyone approaches you with like a ideology that's like absolute on everywhere you look that just means my burden of proof is one percent to break it because if even one percent goes through then your ideology is no longer absolute and faulty but sorry about that. Let's get a bit back on topic with power scaling. No, I, um, no, I just yeah. want to say I just want to say I completely agree. I know I've been at the I I can't recall times where I've been at the other end where I'm the one that has to bite the ball. But I know for damn sure I was like that, especially in my past. Um, but that did remind me of a time for third times to charm Igneal. This is gonna be a funny ass like <laughs> this is like a, we have like a count how many times I mentioned him right. Uh, we were I've debated him so many times, but like I've, I I. Uh, What's it called? I was debating him on whether. Um, uh, by the way, his bread, uh, bread and butter is the same thing. Um, uh, I was debating. It was uh, actually no, this is different. I was debating him on. Uh, it was some like Seven Deadly Sins character, right? And I was using like a Black Clover character. If anyone's watching that, you know the the hatred between two verses when it comes those two verses when it comes to power scaling, right? Anyway, so he tried to argue his character being like a certain level. I think it was like universe. No, it was no, it was outer versal. Yeah, it's really dumb, right? I'm like, okay, if you do that, you do realize that my character, it was like, it, like begin, it was like very early on, they can do the same things. Like, no, it's different. It was, it was such a back and forth because he kept on like, he couldn't just bite the bullet. It just didn't make sense or just wasn't right, you know. Of course, like eventually, I didn't even give him to concede. He, he almost never does. It's like the like, By the way, I'm just saying, if you're ever going to debate a rat or just debate someone. It's better to have a judge. What I usually do is I don't want to pressure. This is a little side track. I don't want to pressure the other person. Like, oh, you have a biased judge. Go into a GC if you're on Discord. Go into a neutral GC, right? Brand new made one. Get you, the opponent, and one uh, judge for each of you of your each choosing. So if there is any bias, it cancels out. That's something I like to do or like I like to implement, but you don't always need to do that. So, you know, a little, little pro tip, you know, come on guys. I, I got all, all the tips all days. Anyway, but as you were saying. Definitely. Yeah. Um, that's something I pride myself in when I was recording debates is that I was always known as being a very neutral and fair host. But, and when I did a tournament, I literally had five different judges. So it's not just purely my opinion. It'd be others, but that's a whole different story for a different time. Going back to your YouTube channel and power scaling though, what would you say is a take that you would have reconsidered that you had earlier and second question is what is a take that you were gonna die on as in like that's your hill you're just not gonna move from there budge oh boy yeah let's let's pull up the good old youtube real quick because uh there's a okay buddy let's do this shit what's a take that i would gladly 
retract. Oh, okay. Wait, I I got a few bad ones, but like I want to find the you know the worst one. You know, mm, where is it? Oh, okay. Um. Uh. So all right, here it is. So I I with all of my heart, right? I deeply deeply want to take back my um as this sounds so i oh good it's you guys can't see it it's um privated now but like a lot of people like keep on at, like, every time i post a video they'll see you like, oh where is it where's so where's the outer i made a video talking about whether you was out of so i full hardly just i never again no never i'm never going down that road again uh I, it was just such a bad take it's, and, and partly i didn't understand what I was going based off KSAP's tier for out reversal, right? Which is just so, so wrong, in my opinion. Like, you can weasel almost any character to outer based off their reasoning. It's so, it's like, hey, you see concept? Out reversal. Like, it's, it's so dumb. Of course, I'm not, I'm not saying that's like the whole GF of it, but you know, right, that's a take I would hate. That I hate so much. But something, a take I would die on. <sighs> Man, okay, so let me think. There's a lot of good ones. Oh. Okay, I got two. One, Megami destroys Aki. I will die on that hill. I do not care. Um, Megami's from Jujutsu Kaisen. Aki's from Chainsaw Man. And another take, right, that, again, I will die on, is I haven't made this video yet, but I plan to sometime in the future. Do you know who... You know the Soul King from Bleach, right? Yes. Do you know you Shibai Otosuki, right? Um, from Barto or Naruto, whatever. Is Probably he a newer character on Boruto? So he's technically, he was talked about. He's not like formally introduced, but he's like the god of the Odo Shokskis. Or, oh, I don't say that shit wrong. Well, you know what I mean, right? Okay, yeah. So he's like the big boss of like Boruto then, roughly? He, he might be. We don't know. He might just be a guy that's chilling. Like, um, the thing about it is I'll die in this. I, he slams the Soul King. I don't care. I don't, I, I'm saying it. That, that guy, like, people I glaze the Soul King so hard. Which, granted, he's strong, but also, like, Aizen would like, slap him up. Just kidding. I don't, want, I don't know. But I'm just saying shit to, hype, to discredit him. But, like, this, the Shibai, he would just destroy the Soul King, in my opinion. Y yes, I, I swear. I'm dying on that hill. I, I don't care. Like, Shibai literally just destroys him. He's so, you know, he destroys all the Bleach. You know what? Whatever. He, he, just, he slams all the Bleach. I'm saying it. I don't care. He solos an entire verse, is what you're saying. And now, not just a verse. He solos... One of the most favored anime verses of all time. It's Bleach. He solos, you know, Getsuka Tensho doesn't even exist in comparison to him. Like, like you know, Yuha tries to look into the future and he just goes blind. Like, I swear. Like, he like he doesn't just, really, like... Really jumping out the fucking just, window with this one. Wait, what? Really jumping out the fucking window with this one. I don't care. I don't care, bro. I'm <laughs> jumping out the window diving into, like, a swan pool. Like, I, like, fucking... He tries to erase it from history and he ends up getting erased instead. Like... I swear this, I don't care. Like, there's, like, I, yeah, fuck, like, Shibai versus Soul King. It should be Shibai versus all of Bleach composite. That's what it should be. I don't care. Give him Hellverse. Give him all of the material. Like, I swear, I don't care. He just destroys them. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm dying on this hill. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> all right, I got a quick question for you, though. Um, One video mm -hmm. that really, well, two that caught my eye, but one I want to talk about. So, were you trolling when you put out Garo is weak? I'm just curious, like, for that release. Was that before Cosmic Garo was announced? Um, or? Okay, wait, that was, uh, do you remember when Cosmic Garo was first introduced? Like, he didn't even do it. He didn't even do the Gamma Ray Burst. He just, it, like, existed for, like, one panel, right? 
Yeah, so we didn't have information on him then. You were just putting it like what we know for Garo. Yeah, it's like people were glazing him saying, You see all these galaxies? He's like, I, I'm not going to lie. I did that because, like, okay, the thumbnail is kind of funny. He got to admit that. Like, it, it's nowhere the near. It's funny. It's an eye catcher because that one got my and ruffled my feathers, definitely. I'm like, What is this man? And I saw the date in the video. I'm like, All right, this was probably uploaded before Cosmic Garo. You can see his full powers and stuff. Yeah. And um, even so, like, uh, like, um, I love Goro. Goro's actually a really fucking cool character. Kind of wish he was the main character, Loki. But like, um, no, um, uh, that was like people were just saying, "Oh, I see those galaxies. He's galaxy eyes." I'm like, "Not no. It's a, it's it it, it it's just artistic representation." Like, I swear, some of these people just, you know what I mean? But like, um, still though, I uh, I uh, think Goro is really strong, easily, like solar, multi-solar. Maybe galaxy at its highest, you know, it really depends on the calculation for that, you know, you know, a little pocket of. Okay, actually, I don't need into that. I'm gonna get you're gonna get me heated, bro. I swear, already. Like I have like I got three on my ass right now, but like um, no, but I still think like he's overhyped only because like I've just encountered three people that are just hyping his ass up. But he's he's still strong though. But you know, uh, yeah, he kind of falls into like the chameleon archetype where he's like a giant mirror. But what makes it deadly is, like, whoever he fights, if he wins that fight, he retains his abilities, and the next person he fights, he'll get his. So it's a big snowball exactly. effect. It's kind of like, no, basically, like, you know, like, Taskmaster and characters like that, where they just, like, fight and, like, watch you fight, and then they're like, all right, I copy that shit. My turn. No, yeah, Goro is a... His, hack is, his hacks are also really, you know, cool as well. It's just, a, like, it's... I never had a problem. It's just his scaling. A lot of people, like, dear God, people are trying to say... Like this is guy. Now I was telling you about like the the guy at the beginning, like was trying to debate me on this, right? It's supposed to be perfect cell versus Garo. I think Cell wins. I think he slams, honestly. But like um uh but like um this one person was trying to say, um, you know, Garo's universal and they use this there's just one this not even from the manga, it's, there's just one from this one random website, there's this like that thing where it shows Saitama, it shows like, a little stat pool and it shows strength, infinite and like, high universal. I'm like that's it that's all you have that's kind of what i don't like about characters like saitama where i don't think it's fair to put them on like a comparison thing because like that's the whole shtick or joke of the character so when i see videos like i saw one i was retarded it was like saitama versus the incredible hulk and for people who don't know saitama is one punch man and the whole shtick of the manga and animes he's really a regular dude that became a superhero and anything he fights he simply simply punches it once and it's just gone deleted so it's kind of like I'm, you get a joke character almost, which is fine in his own universe. And it's like, oh, let's throw him against these other people. I'm like, well, it's not really fun. It's like, you know, he's going to lose. or I mean, he's not going to lose. Sorry, he's going to win every time. Like, you don't really beat him type thing. I mean, that's just a gag of his character. But this doesn't mean he'll win. Like, if you get, like, say Tama, I think, is pretty consistently multi-solar system galaxy level right now i think that's i think i don't i don't you think it's best you get him a stalemate like if you get him up against like another tomb character it's kind of like you'll yeah. be in a situation like immovable object versus unstoppable force where it's just like pointless it's like all right you can stalemate him at best what i mean he's like tomb force in comparison i think uh i don't i would think that like saitama is more like he's exceptionally he's strong but the narrative is not actively about him um ascertaining some new level of strength his the certain levels of strength is more or less to guide you and direct your attention towards just the environment that exists with a character of this nature um that understood um 
terms of assert scaling and care and abilities, like sneezing like a planet and like sneezing like the surface level of a fucking planet away, and the ability to go um into um different time periods is definitely exceptional levels of feats, but I wouldn't make I mean I wouldn't say that makes him like a, a tune character or a character that is no, like, yeah, being, like if you being like scaled. Yeah, mind exactly. you, I'm not calling him a tune character. I'm just saying he's very gimmicky. As in, that's a whole. He's a gag character. That's what he is. Yeah, he's that's a gag character. Gag. Yeah, but like I do have to say, like Saitama, like he's so overhyped. Like I, besides Luffy, I think anyone in the big three beats him. I'm saying I know I don't I don't even think that's a hot take anymore. I think, like that used to be like three years ago, but not anymore. I don't think people, I think people understand that. It's just it really depends. If you get Saitama. Especially now, it's like he has this whole like he's so weird because he has no powers, but he has some stupid resistances too. Like it's it's pretty weird. Like it's like it's, that's when the whole I think gag I mean so strong kicks in, you know. But like um, what's it called? Like I swear, like I don't want to say say Tama fanboys are the or any One Punch Man fanboys because I you I used to say that, but like now I hate Ryamu fanboys. I'm not Remo, he's planetary. I mean, I'm saying it again. New hot take. Interesting. Yeah, one thing I found interesting about Saitama, though, for spoilers, if you want to skip the next 30 seconds, but he fought against Cosmic Garo, and Cosmic Garo tanked a serious punch by him. And for people oh. who don't know, he's not even trying 99% of the time. Like, that's the whole point of One Punch Man. He hates trying. So for him to, like, throw, like, all right, this is me being serious, and Garo still gets up. To me, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, now that, there is a power scaling here, like you know, because exactly. he just makes your hit. Because like he had to get stronger. Like Saitama's adaptability, he had to get stronger to fight Garo, and then Garo kept on copying, but he couldn't copy enough. You know, which I just want to say that is by far. I cannot wait for that shit to be animated. God forbid when it gets animated, those animators are going to be what's it called? Like I, I pray for them. I pray but, for like, the animators. Like, yeah, I pray for them. <laughs> yeah, but like um. What's it called? I do have to. I I do have to say though, um, that was that's gonna that's the best fight on One Punch Man because it showed us a limit Saitama has, and but he can over like it was just amazing. This like Saitama actually quote going all out. I know people say yeah, no nah, man, he's something. Yeah, okay, sure. He still was bleeding though. We see we see blood get knocked out of his face when like girl punches him, but still, you know what I mean. Like he was trying. Like, that's the point, you know. He had to get stronger to beat him. Yeah, I'm looking forward to see what goes on in the future because I believe, like, in the most recent leagues, Saitama's gonna be fighting like the concept of God, which I think is absurd and insane. I want to see how he does it, but it's like, hey, if look, if the manga director could like pull it off, then good for them. Like, that's just crazy. No, yeah, I completely agree. Like, I didn't know about that. Man, but if he's fighting God now, holy crap. By the way, I just want to say, I really hope Saitama gets to Universal. I think in the context will make sense for him. Like, he's fighting God, you know? Yeah, because, again, spoilers, they kind of hinted. It's not confirmed yet, but, like, the whole reason Saitama got his powers wasn't because he actually did all his workouts and stuff. It's because God is literally just bored. And he's like, all right, I'm going to give some to you. And then he saw Gar. I was like, eh, I'll make this interesting. I'll give some to you as well, because he was, like, getting bored. So it's kind of interesting to see, like, you know, it's basically man versus creator now. So I want to see how that goes down. Man, I need a... If that's the case, I'm under a rock when it comes to One Punch Man. If so, how are you going to beat... Like, if... <laughs> okay, that's crazy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I said, they just leaked it. There's no confirmed stuff right now. But 
that's what I'm just saying. Is I'm interested to see what comes out of it in the future, and hopefully, it's not going to be something like Griffith versus you know Femto, where like Femto is just like leagues above him, where it's not even fair. But I don't know. I'm interested to see what's going to turn in the story. Yeah. Speaking of that, what was your opinion on Griffith or sorry Femto versus D4C? Oh, you're talking about that one video I made. Yeah, um, I'm a pretty big fan in both verses, as you could tell from. So I would probably, I'd probably want to go back to that, but at the time I said um, Griffith won because well, one causality manip, two, his scaling is potentially the God Hand scaling from what I saw is just potentially crazy. Like I forgot the exact statements; it's been so long, but like it was like you know they're beyond like such concepts or such things like individuality which is that's crazy like do you realize how insane that is like there's you're beyond anything that's individual like that's notice i forgot it was something weird something like that was like oh bro you can literally say like it was so such a crazy statement and the fact that they might be i think there was some statements yeah, that because be higher felt, the whole thing in like berserk is the law of causality you see echoes of this in elden ring too where Radon was a character who broke the law of causality. But what I always thought about made it interesting, though, is because, like, for D4C, he has not only dimensional merging, but infinite parallel worlds. So where you could simply say, here's the law of causality, there's nothing stopping, you know, D4C from you just recycling through people infinitely, damage transferring infinitely, you know, and then waiting till he has his chance to, like, get him, basically. That's why I was thinking maybe that match would be just, like, a stalemate because Griffith's like defenses are like nigh omnipotent. Like you can't get through to that basically unless he allows you to get through to it. So that's where it gets frustrating on that. I would just say, I remember my argument was like Griffith was way too strong for D4C or, you know, funny Valentine to damage consistently. Right. And eventually that causality minute would just be, would just kick in. Like what if like fucking, what if like, um, D4C tripped and snapped his neck, or I don't know. I, I forgot. I forgot. I said something. That's where I. That's why I said he won, wins. But like, um, I probably would say I might want to revisit that a little bit more, especially the editing was not that good. Video. The thumbnail no, was amazing. Like, yeah, I thought it was a very interesting concept. But me personally, like I said, I'm a huge fan of Berserk. I'm a huge fan of JoJo. Same as Hazy. Like I just felt like that was more of a stalemate, if anything, because both of them were just so broken in their own ways. Where, like you said. Like Griffith has law of causality. He has the um, was it the Belmont manipulation where he could literally connect it and like get anything to go his way? It's insane. Like the hacks exactly. both of them have. Exactly, they all have. Some, I would, I, I would, I can more agree it being a stalemate. I would have to, you know. By the way, that thumbnail speak. I have a joke with Liminal, right? That like, if there was a like a thumbnail I could eat, I would eat that thumbnail. I don't even know why. Just, it looks good. I, I don't know why. I just like if that was on a cake, like that was with the cake, I would eat that whole cake. You know, I don't know. I just it looks like a good thumbnail to eat. That's the only way I could describe it. That's like I don't know. Sorry, that was our interaction with the thumbnail when he made it. But um, in terms of uh, um, this is a a question I always wanted to ask because one of the things I find to be real, the most concise way to put it is that sometimes I look at power scalers as trying to figure out conundrum. And um, during your time of evaluating different characters, what was one of the biggest hurdles or conundrums that you came up in a um, in a verset? Like, what was like one of the biggest hurdles in terms of argumentum that you had to come over in order to like convey your stance on either um, side of the discussion? Hmm. 
Um, I think I want to give more than just this one because this is like something I've just been doing for a while. But I want to give like a different one because this one I'm I'm not at the start. It was a lot harder to do, but now it's you know pretty is a lot easier. But like um um if you're a fan of Jujutsu Kaisen, you know about Yuki's Black Hole. Um, essentially, I do argue that the God tiers in Jujutsu Kaisen are planetary. Not like the Black Hole is a with the a main thing of it. it's not the only it's the main thing but it's really hard it's a i don't see a lot of people like to argue that no one scales it which initially like no yuki herself doesn't but i'd always argue people like tengen kenjaku or above which they are god tiers by the way do scale to it and there's just a there's just a lot of like disagreements on that side i think anything jujutsu kaisen is just so much i gotta work around you know because like um because it's really hard it's like for example um, Kenjaku tanked the black hole per se, right? But like he did, he used a, um, he used an anti gravity technique to like survive it halfway through. Before he couldn't actually use this curse technique because of domain expansion, so he did for a while. Was taking it regularly, right? But like um, the main thing to argue says like, okay, he's a curse technique. You know, he can't do it. But a lot of things are okay. For one, he used an opposite force to the gravity and he and in Jujutsu Kaisen in general you have to output an equal force to neutralize something or something equal or greater right and not only just that but the fact that he was using the opposite to what it is gravity anti-gravity right that just wouldn't like for example if you have I realize like an example I was going a long time ago about something um matter antimatter you throw it at each other say if equal amount they'll annihilate they'll annihilate each other equally whatever right if that's assuming they all contact equally but you know what i mean right um but like if you have more matter or antimatter when because it's gonna it has more of it it's more potent has more of it you know what i mean right so with that that just already helps the argument as well as like the nature of jujitsu kaisen as well as the fact that he could produce it's just a lot of stuff you have to argue which i'm a lot better at now but at the beginning it was just so hard to like just thrive on that you know so i would meet so many people that just don't like that idea of Jujutsu Kaisen being planetary, which I understand. It's kind of weird. These guys are like, you know, creating maybe islands or mountains at peak. All of a sudden, this person, this person, like spawns a black hole, and like you're like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Um, and I there's yeah, other it's definitely okay. Oh, no, no, continue, continue. I was, no, I was just saying that like it's uh definitely harder to um I guess in terms of what people usually are looking at like oh well these characters are just like that's destroying buildings and all that uh at least in terms of destructive capabilities and then to like have to consider um what scaling they are put into when we consider domains and that realm of uh reasoning is, is very interesting uh in terms of how the power levels can definitely like drastically alter i think one of the most oh, yeah. intrig intriguing moments uh in a lot of debates was uh I, I'm still in this person's um, Discord, pin pin, uh, or close pin. Um, just him debating people on. Oh God, close pin. <laughs> he's a good. Oh dude. God. But um, huh? I, I said he's a pretty cool dude. But um, okay. I think uh, one of the funniest things is that I think the Infinity was a very clear instance of how badly people can like just get tripped up on fundamentals. Like, oh okay, uh, like. Like most, the joy of the debate was just explaining what the affinity does. I'm like, man, that's <laughs> really <It was> tough. <laughs> this is what we're stuck at. But uh, yeah, um, it's uh, you know, it's no, I continue, sorry, it's afterwards. I'm, I'm just bringing up like how sometimes it's hard for people to sometimes grasp a concept or like 
to engage with a, 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 a debate or to get into the discourse. So that was the only point I was trying to articulate. I was, I was jumping off of your point about Jujutsu Kaisen and how scaling works. Well, would no, you yeah, guys I... the most broken verse or most overpowered verse in general? Yeah, like has the most broken characters in it, where it's like not even funny. Hazy, I want, I want to hear your thoughts first. I want to hear your two thoughts because I have like two definite choices. The most broken verse? Yeah. Hmm. This is a, for me, this is kind of a hard one because um, if we're talking, I would I usually go to the DCs like Realms of the Gods because it's kind of fun. Because it's kind of this, it's just a, basically a, a storyline of all the gods together and they're just fighting like basically the concepts and entities of like the universe. It's just like a pretty broken verse because it just starts off off the bat with gods. If you ever take a, take a chance, it's uh, Heroes of the Universe, I believe. Uh, it's a pretty fun uh, reading. But we're talking like anime. Um, again, that's a hard one for me. I think I had to sit on that for just a bit. But uh, if you guys want to engage with that one. Yeah, I don't know about anime. <laughs> um, but broken verses. Actually, anime, I would I would say Magi. I'm not saying it's the most Magi. But like in terms of general, I would say um, it's either um, Journey to the West, The World of Darkness, or any Cthulhu mythos. Like I think those are just indefinitely the most broken verses. Just period. Nailed it right in the head. I'm a big H.P. Lovecraft fan. Oh For yeah, I've been mean, actually. I love H.P. Lovecraft so much. I I have a copy of every single one of his novels and hardback. I'm been oh, a big really? fan of him. Yeah. Yo, yo, slide the scans, brother. No, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I got you. It's just me at the library just scanning like HP Lovecraft, these thick ass books. I'm like, yep. <laughs> awesome. um, so me, yeah, I'd say my top three is. I'm oh, sorry, I'm a bad guy. No, go ahead, Hazy. I was just bringing up that Kimogari is like a pretty broken character altogether, but I find it funny that like when I really started to get into uh, love. Kim Grant, in terms of like broken characters, he's up there, and then there's some characters who are like aware of the fiction. So I like those debates somewhat because like then people try to like see how those characters would fight against characters like the Darkest Knight or like Cosmic Army Superman or the other one, uh, the one that's a fusion between Ultraman and the most purest heart Superman. It it, it eludes me right now. But uh, suffice it to say, I um really love Lovecraftian because I was under the presumption that. Cthulhu was the top of the tier, but he isn't. So I was just like, huh? Yeah, um, Cthulhu I'm not, is yeah. like bottom tier near. It's kind of bad. Like, there's a whole image done of like the family tree of the Lovecraftian mythos. He's like the great, 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 great grandson level bottom tier because the older they are, the stronger they are. So he's not as powerful as other groups, which is pretty interesting. Um, Solo, correct me if I'm wrong. I know, I was, I know a lot of people like to think that Agatha. Agatha or whatever. A lot of people think he's the strongest. I'm like, I remember talking with a friend of mine, Optimus. I think uh, also, you know, uh, other team member, you know, your brother, right? We were talking about it, right? I'm like, he's not the strongest. Is there like a guy like above him? Like Dino's name? I forgot there's his name though. Two, there's a miscommunication in the language because um, H.P. Lovecraft likes to make weird names. So there is a god in the universe called Agagoth. It sounds something like that. Agagoth. And it's like the breed mother that creates a lot of these things. And her whole shtick is that as long as her entities are alive, she lives. And then there's Azathoth, who is the all-being, the blind god, basically. People say Azathoth is the strongest because concept of reality itself, all these things, are purely a dream. As in, everything we're doing right now is all in his head. Like, And... <clears throat> When he wakes up, like, it's just, you know, everything's gone. It's just wiped out. All universes, everything. Like, the concept of 
something becomes nothing, basically. It's almost like reverse creation. That's so that's why people crazy. say it's more powerful. This yeah, is but thing about, you know, no, it's a crazy like, thing. Like he's the only character in any verse where he's literally thing is that he turns it's like a reverse god of like, you know, Christianity where instead of creating no, like nothing to something, he does a reverse where it's like I turn something into nothing. There's no matter, there's nothing. It's like zero basically. Which makes him like so powerful. But I just love concepts like that because like I actually while ago I had this like uh, idea. I always thought about making my own uh, story, right? My own little novel, whatever, fiction, auction, whatever, right? And I had this idea of like the Grim Reaper. Essentially, he wouldn't be the main character, but like the Grim Reaper exists, right? But like the Grim Reaper would be the first being in existence. Not just being, but the first thing in existence. And his existence would cause concepts or anything. Like, for example, when he moves, movement was created, but the sound from him thumping on the ground would create sound the ground would be you know something that his actions would create concept create everything right i just it's funny you mentioned that because i don't know like this may be my catholic seeping in but john milton's paradise lost is a story about you know the garden of eden everything from like lucifer's perspective and one of the great battles like the rebellion from like you know the fallen angels to heaven saint michael was on the front line against lucifer and upon striking Lucifer, he invented the concept of pain. I'll repeat, he invented the concept because he hit him so fucking hard that, like, for an That's attorney, he felt the pain. I'm like, what the hell? Like, you get whacked so hard. It's like, yep, we didn't invent a whole concept just for you from this one event, what happened. That's funny, actually. That's hilarious. Actually, that's kind of similar with something, like, um, I do my thing. Well, I was thinking about doing right. We're grim because... He didn't really take the form of like a skeleton esque thing, right? I I wanted to make like would prowl existence for a while, get bored, take a nap. When he wakes up, the gods would exist, right? And you know, I, I have this idea, which I know this isn't true in every mythos, but like in most cases, gods are just assholes, pricks, frat, frat boys. You know, as I like to think of them as, right? Um, what's it called? Um, so they start trying to bully him essentially, right? And he just like puts his hand up to like stop, right? But he's just so overwhelmingly strong, he actually like rips off their arm or some shit, right? And you have to remember, pain, fear, nothing that didn't exist until that instant. The fact that he invoked it, that it, just, it existed. And then like, I, I want to make this whole cool thing like where he just starts, you know, you know, like the guy's bleeding out, right? And he just starts sticking his hand in the wound, right? And starts ripping him apart, not because like, oh, more revenge. He's just so grim, as I like call him, so factuated with the idea of life and death which he likes like i have the idea of like him saying like he he um he kills the guy but like you know okay you know how for example most greek gods were togas for an example right yeah i want to make it right he just so brutally murdered him so all the blood would leach into the toga and it just turned black like you know how he has a you know a black cloak right that's how much blood he lost or something you know anyway um What's it called? And I just had this, um, I, I, he had like a whole speech when he puts it on, right? It's like, that's when his form is going to change into like something skeleton S where he like has his whole speech where he says, he apologizes not to the God, but to, he apologizes to existence. He says, I'm sorry. I created something with no equal, which was life. And then he says, I am death. And then he goes on a murder rap. Then, then, then he uh, goes on like a, I, I, I don't want to say murder because he's not mur- murder would not qualify what he's doing. He's giving an, equilibrium to life you know starts killing um beings not um at, at 
random. Like he has, he has no bias, right? Like, I want to make, I want to make some montage from killing some random. Only gods exist, and morals don't exist yet, right? Because he didn't, his mortality didn't exist yet, but now it does because he killed a person, right? But like, um, I want to make it like even this is sound messed up. I would always love like gory shit, but we even see like this poor. The, the, don't if you guys laugh, you're getting canceled at this shit. So don't laugh, no one. But like, uh, what's it called? Like, you would see that this like poor god essentially with it's like a single mother with her little kid, right? And like, you know, it just looks like Grim is happy. They're like, oh yeah, hey, you're bringing some balance, and then Grim just punches a hole through the child's head, just kills why, him from his life. Why? <laughs> why? Because death. Are you thinking it where he's like? A malicious character or is he a character that's like more of a force of nature as in he simply is not moral or immoral he's just like an amoral thing basically like he's a amoral the thing i had yeah, the idea amoral, is like, no, no. A hole through a kid's head then <laughs> because like because death is equal you know who's to say why you don't die and why that kid dies that's fair so i can see that i want to i mean this isn't possible but i wanted and you know how perfection doesn't exist right Supposedly God, which I am Christian, you know, which we I think we both agree that God is in our uh, in our views is perfect or whatever. Right? Yeah, and all perfect, all good being. Exactly. And I always had the idea that like, okay, that would exist, right? And of course, there's no other perfect being, but Grim would be the second only perfect being in the sense is I want to make the idea that perfection isn't being nice. It's I can't describe because I can't describe perfection, but I will, I would try to depict Grim. That's perfect in a sense, you know. What I mean, like, an, a like what you said, a moral character in a sense. I can't physically do that, but that's what was my intention, you know. And then, like, you know, but like, a bit the, of the, yeah, I think it'd be a cool spin off is that you have him. I don't want to say becoming an anti hero character, but like realizing like what he's doing and all the stuff like that, and just trying like to stay out of things. And then you have an antagonistic character, like, let's say, a Lucifer, if you will, or a version like that who does what he does, but he does it very sloppy and kind of have it as an uh. You know, a professional has standards type, you know, m- m- uh, persona, if you will. I think exactly. that'd be new. Yeah. That sounds interesting, actually. I never thought of it like that because Lucifer, my, my rough draft, what I always thought about Lucifer would exist. He'd be a force, right? But I always had this pinnacle that, you know, besides you say, like, God, death itself created, like, you know, this action because exactly. you could say, like, death is, like, inherently, like, viewed as bad by the gods. And then, therefore, this guy was created as a causality consequence. I don't know. You could play that, around with it. That sounds like a cool idea. Exactly. I want, I'd definitely read that. I like writing yeah, short stories as well. I just don't publish any of them because they're for myself. But oh, I got okay. that's, that's probably around 12 stories. I actually may share with one eventually once like we start getting on the ground running because I got a really good one I finished. Oh, that's I would love to read them. I love um I love arts and uh, works of arts. But just to end off with that little thing, Rim, right? Just to end off and so move on, right? Don't like, take too much time, right? Uh, I always, I did want to make it where, um, just uh, grim, right? He'd just be this, um, th- this kind of my like, um, I just I want to like people have fun with this, you know, like because like anything he does, if he does a new action, like it's like since you know, for example, we are we are bounded by concepts, like we us as individuals, we can't like ex- we can't like we we can't even see we can't even like technically like really observe a concept you know we're just bounded by these laws right um i always thought it'd be a cool like grim though isn't bounded by it because he he they just get created because of him so i want to do this one thing this guy, guy was fighting him and the first time in in ever right he caused him to do something new which made a which i don't even know how to do i don't even know if if i ever went through this right i wouldn't even know how to do that 
like I don't know how to create something new. You know what I mean? Like, like not like oh, you know, make a new idea. No, like something new. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't even know how the first step to how to depict it. By this day, he would do something new. He's like, damn, that's the first time in ever I had to do something new. You know what I mean? And then like he has a whole spiel shit like, oh, no, we're not, you know, we're not bounded by these things, but everyone else is, you know, just like kind of like a little chuckle, you're like, ah, suckers, shit like that, you know? Yeah, if you'd want, I'd recommend, I could send you a book too, one of my copies, but Carl Jung's The Archetype and the Collective Unconscious, where he oh, goes- Oh, I love, I, I love The Collective Unconscious. Yeah, that was such uh, a phenomenal uh, book for my writing as well, where it shows you displays the archetype traditionally displayed by man in our literature from even oral traditions going back thousands of years that are still consistent you could spot today it's very interesting of a concept to get into but, i do admit um, i've done research yeah. about it but i i i like would need to do way more but i do love i like the idea of the collective unconscious or signature yeah no i'm definitely a big book nerd i have like roughly 350 close to physical copies right now so that's just over years of like just me buying stuff collecting books and reading but let me think actually something i was curious on what do you guys think describes or makes a good character so like a good overall like let's say villain or antagonist protagonist like what do you look for that like piques your interest in this i think for me it's something that breaks the mold of like what most people think because like i don't i want a character that's just that's different i don't i don't want i don't it's like i've gone to a point where i just can predict what's going to happen in a show and I, I don't like that i want to be on my toes right for example do you, do you remember the, the joker movie that came out right yeah that was I, a good movie that what it was a good movie but that i was on my toes all the time i got like no i got no breather right and that's essentially i want something that give me on my toes it's kind of like the man versus nature archetype that you see in like joker even for like berserk example where guts isn't even just fighting men at some point it's like guts versus like nature the reality of like the world he's in and like his circumstances but he still perseveres like me personally i would say guts is the most well-written character for a protagonist by how much he suffers yet continues to persevere when everyone else would have quit he still keeps going and that's what just makes it so interesting about that character what about you hazy there are um a, a couple of things uh, I think as gold standards for um, making a good character. Um, now, personally, I do enjoy writing stories just like you two. Um, usually I just try to take a fragment of like my own experience and try to instill into it. But what I would say for just like what makes a good character, I think there are five like good aspects that we often look to often enough that a well-written character will be um you can understand the perspective um and not agree with it two you can have a catharsis from this character whether that be from them achieving a goal or an animosity you may have for them um seeing them fail or um you know get the up and coming um um three um, something that is universally to some degree for a lot of people immutable and is um, something that is like can be relatable to some degree. Um, another aspect is uh, one that deals with uh, a resilience or adversity, usually in some sort of, if we're talking about action or journeys, um, something that speaks to that. And often enough, a story that uh, discusses um, a... Uh, um, a story that either discusses or really emphasizes the, 
the 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 finite moment within it, it it transpires in like i like those type of stories that are very mindful of it not being a never-ending journey but really uh, engages with whatever story it is it knows that it will not stay as a constant because i think that um divorces people from amusement or enjoyment of the story so those are like my top tier things that i usually look for when it comes to like great characters and great stories honestly i couldn't agree more like here me and like luke we're just like you know gave some really quick things you're like you want so in depth like, damn really really made a fool of it. just kidding no i, I agree with you <laughs> like for example i'll give you a character that relates to just a couple of these um dio isn't exactly a character that even in part one, you can really relate to due to his cartoonist levels of like cynicism, like 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 like, like um, villainy that you see. But there is a strong level of catharsis you can take from him, like being attacked when Jonathan finally stands up for himself and begins to take the upper hand against him in the fisticuffs. It's cathartic. It's enjoyable because you finally get to see this character get his unbecoming. Um, a character that you might not relate to, but you can understand the conclusion to come to. And mind you, this is why I believe that Naruto really stopped being good after the pain arc is that not only did they find a way to be thought about enacting compassion through this shared destruction, but he also had a plan about economics in which they would eventually rise to the top of the um, hierarchy within the ninja world through the selling of Jinjuriki's like nuclear bombs. And it was a fascinating model, but also um, so you can understand the perspective of how a village that weak would want to instill the suffrage they've uh, incurred over these years um, to now to invoke forcibly invoke this level of compassion within the world. Uh, that's another thing. Um, and also, um, this is a odd choice for me, but Strawberry 100, uh, a bit of an etchy um, um, book, but suffice it to say, it's about uh, procrastination to some degree. For most um, harem animes, a character's indecisiveness is always rewarded with another character, a girl being like drawn to him magnetically for just being a common human being. However, with Striber 100, um, these characters move on. They find people that are equally or not more exceptional than the main character. He starts to lose these girls, um, whereas most stories would make it a bit of a paradise for the character to constantly bask in his indecisiveness to choose one of these girls to be with. This story, he loses out on majority of his selection and the girls that could have been his partner due to his unwillingness to decide. And that is a fascinating story because it tackles the notion of, you know, finite time and, you know, make, being in and, and it urges the reader as much as the main character to be more decisive about life and the choices you make. So those are some of the um, things that relate back to some of the notes that hit for me for making a great, great character. Definitely seeing, I don't know, I'm a sucker for seeing man persevere over insurmountable challenge where it's very much reminiscent to like classical medieval, like, you know, literature where you always have the knight in shining armor going up against a dragon and if you think about it, the knight would not be a knight if there was no dragons to slay. There's no evil to fight against. You know, he's the light and the darkness. And although the light is small, it perseveres and it pushes back against the darkness. And to me, that's just a concept I've always really enjoyed in literature in general. Especially for, like, going back to what I was saying, characters like Guts or even Beowulf. People like that is just very fascinating to me, seeing how they move forward. God, I haven't heard Beowulf in a long time. Oh, if you want to do something really fun and look up how much the English language has changed, Beowulf is 
officially the first ever English translation, or not even translation, the first ever like English literary piece. Get a copy unedited of like how it is and try reading it. Try sitting down and reading it. It's almost oh, like a completely God. different language. You're like, holy crap. <laughs> Just yeah, imagine you living back then. No, so I was making a question. Imagine like you were transferred that time period, right? And you're like, you, you wouldn't be able to communicate with anyone, bro. It's so funny to think about. Yeah, you'd literally just be on your small little farm and probably like go about 50 miles in a radius circle and then die. <laughs> like that's as far as you travel, unless you're like an explorer or something like that. Um, I would like to ask you guys a question. Um, since uh, we're very um, tight on time, um, I would like to ask you guys a question. In terms of animes, who is like a really like we were talking about favorite characters. So I would like to hear from animes. Um, which what's a character that's like a favorite of yours? I I think I owe this. Just to real quickly to the, the the Bleach Slander I gave, I think I owe it to say a character Bleach I love anime. I love Aizen. He's my favorite character. I don't even care. Like, people diss him too much. Actually, people diss his motives too much, which if you actually read the novels, you understand this is way different. I'd say Quite currently... No, you're good, you're good. Um, let me think. I'd say currently, that would probably be Thorfinn from Vinland Saga. Uh, I always... Although he is newer in the realm of like manga and stuff, he has a lot of interesting character arc and seeing him battle like his past compared to his future and like what's going on and like him becoming like basically like a bloodthirsty monster to like a pacifist has been very interesting. And I like it because I feel like it's a rare example of pacifism being done right. And what I mean by that is if you call yourself a pacifist and you're un unable to do harm, you're not a pacifist, you're a weakling. To be a pacifist, you need to be a dangerous and strong individual that chooses to go out of his way, even if it's the more difficult path, not to cause harm. And that is what Thorfinn is as a character, and what I find really fascinating about him. So, a bit more of on the philosophical side, but that's why I really enjoy him a lot. I guess to add on, because I don't want to be overshadowed, dick, joking. Um, no, but, um, I actually joke. Like, why I like Eisen is mostly because of his motives. A lot of people, like think, oh, wait, actually, what do you think Eisen's motives are? You can be brief. What do you think it is? I could ask you to. Hey, it's been a hot... Wait, what's this? Sorry mm. about that. Um, I'm only rereading uh, up to the. I've been rereading most of it to get back up to the blood arc. But um, mm. he he for me um, it was almost about being like a like a like a like a higher being. I'm not quite sure how much that really wraps around to the explanation later down the line of who he is. But um, yeah, but like the the thing that makes it kind of interesting is uh him re trying to reach. The, like Nirvana, um, that's as much as I ascertained from his um, his journey up to that point. But um, what would you say for those who are like haters of Eyes and it being, you know, the funniest part actually, um, I uh, I didn't for a long period of time. I didn't uh, I didn't watch Bleach because of all the filler arcs that were going on, um, which didn't like help out it. Like, but I will say that um, Eisen Somebody posted a, a gif of Eisen getting sentenced to a, 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 all these years to like basically to be, and then he just talks shit. He's like, "Oh, really?" He's like, "They're like, that's it. Your, your fucking sentence has been increased." That shit was kind of funny. But, it um, is. Um, to be brief, like you said, uh, Eisen knew. If you read the novels, you understand this. Eisen knew about the Quincy's. He knew. He even knew about Yuha. He knew about everyone. He knew this was been. Eisen, the reason why Eisen wanted, he wanted to become the Soul King, not because like, oh, you know, big power, he <laughs> he, no, no, no. He wanted to be it because he was disgusted about the fact of how the Soul Society is. 
God, what was that? Sorry. Um, he, he hated the fact that the Soul King did nothing. He hated the fact that the Zero Division would allow this. And he knew that Soul Society was not strong enough for the Quincy invasion. So he took the burden. He explains a lot. He took the burden on himself because he's like, all right, I'm going to make my own Soul Society. I'm going to do something about this. I'm going to actually, you know, not just be a watcher, but a doer, you know, which is why he did the whole spiel about what is a god, you know. And, uh, What's it called? And we even actually see, I just want to, like, in all of his actions, if you read, you have to read the light novels, they're all justified. Like, do you remember when, uh, spoiler, well, it shouldn't really be a spoiler. You have, you had 10 years to watch Bleach, y'all. Do not call me out spoilers. Anyway, do you remember when, um, Aizen killed Tosin, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most, most people are like, oh, damn, he just did it because why not? No, it's explained. The reason why he killed him is because in the novels explained, right? He killed him because he knew his, he would have, uh, he, he would have, like, if he, if he was left alive, he blamed himself for, like, you know, I guess falling back on justice. He would have literally went into depression. So he swiftly killed him so he would not feel that. He gave him in his what he thought was mercy. There's a lot of really interesting things like that. Like Eisen doesn't have a god complex. A lot of people say he does. He doesn't. He he wants to be a higher being because he just he just hates how the society is. He want in a sense Eisen. In a, if you want, in, I'm not going to say Eisen's a saint, but like in a sense, he was a good guy. In my opinion, I would say he was a good guy. And although some of his actions might be questionable, but then yeah, that brings the question: Does the ends justify the means? Which, to be fair, it doesn't matter because in the context of Bleach, he's going to outlive everyone. So it really doesn't matter. Oh, shit. So you're saying Aizen is Donzo. Yeah. Yes, sir. Aizen Donzo confirmed. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good shit. Good exactly. Shit, exactly. Come on, guys. Yes, sir. No, Donzo. <laughs> I feel like I've just triggered so many people by saying that. <laughs> Not for real. No, he, he, he's, bro, like, listen, Donzo's got published and as you get blown up of like, bro, who the fuck are these people? What's their dog shit opinion? <laughs> I'm like, listen, man, I don't know. Like, I'm just doing my thing right now. <laughs> nah, nah, no, we're gonna say it again. No, we just take the heats, you know. She ice slams comp bleach and like Aizen equals Donzo, period. <laughs> what what my favorite thing, um, if we're talking about like favorite characters, um, one of my favorite characters in um like all of uh like anime, uh just media in general. Um, really comes down to Spike, uh, Spike himself, Cowboy Bebop, uh, just a amazing character for a couple of reasons, and I'll try to be as brief as possible so um, everyone can get their turn in. Um, Spike is an adult by all capacity, um, someone who has to take in the responsibilities of prior actions, and also really gives um, fascination to the mundane. While they're simultaneously bounty hunters, there's a lot of downtime um, that really emphasizes how impoverished the crew is in its entirety. And Spike's character is devonair, cool, um, really um, slick and clever, but simultaneously is down on his luck. Um, almost, the best way to describe it is very not opposed or animosity, but indifferent to the circumstances of what is occurring and but there is a still a good heart you see within him so towards the later half of the series when it does conclude you desperately desire to see um a betterment for his life because you do believe um he could achieve that but um things are set in stone and things are already going into motion so when the story does conclude the way it does it it's sad not only because you believe 
that there is a chance that things could end differently, but there is a um, acceptance by understanding Spike's character throughout the story. And that's what makes his story so amazing because of how it engages with responsibility and what it means to just be an adult. Even in the most fantastical of environments, they provided us immersion without destroying an interest in the environment. And Spike is a culmination of a human experience in that final frontier. And that's why I love his character. I feel Spike is really misunderstood a lot of times, too. If you, like, see throughout the story, he's just such a good character. That's one guy. I don't know. He has this weird charm to him where you always feel like you're trying to root for him. It's hard to explain, but... Absolutely, yes. That's what makes him so, like, cool. But definitely love the style of a Cowboy Bebop and everything. Definitely love Perfect. Honestly, I'd put it up there as, like, top five greatest animes of all time. It's, 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 it's hard to make a character that's so competent but yet so vulnerable simultaneously. It's so hard to, like, have that balance in the storyline without one breaking or falling through. But Spike does that in such an amazing way. I'm going to get hate, hated for this. I have not watched Cowboy Bebop yet. I will. I am. Ooh. But, 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 Ooh. but, but, let me, let me defend myself. I have watched Evangelion. I thought, the, I thought you were about to say, I have watched Netflix. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I'm going to watch it, but I think that, you know, I think that cancels out. And what would you All say? Right, here's um, my unpopular take really quick. I'm going to say it. I don't like Neon Genesis and Megalion. I just don't like it. Like, I've watched it twice yeah. now. It's like the first time I watched it was when I was younger, and everyone's like, bro, it's like so hype. You're just missing out. I'm like, okay, okay, like, fine by me. I rewatch it. So as an adult, I sat down, you know, put my phone away, like, only watched that. I'm like, saying, what am I missing here? And then I was, like, still just, like, meh. And then everyone's, like, you know, like, YouTubers blowing up and shit like that. Being like, oh, it's so deep. There's so much symbolism. Like, yeah, there's cool, but there's just, like, so much better stuff. It's just not really super interesting to me. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm sure it's good for someone else. It's for me. It's just, like, don't enjoy it at all. I just think it's slow. I'm gonna like put this in the highlights. Just title it. He he doesn't like what? Question mark. Question mark. No. Now that we're speaking about it. We need to go ahead and get all of our like hottest anime takes out of the way, so we can have it for a video. Now that you mention it. So FMI yeah. Is, if I'm is, going is, down, uh, you guys are coming down with me. <laughs> FM lied is literally like is is actually pretty uh pretty mediocre. Uh, for the longest period of time, people were like, oh, this 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 anime. You hear the song. Like, you hear that, like, oh, my goodness. It's, it's like, in people's top, like, animes. I'm like, all right, I'm going to watch this. And I'm like, that's it. This is, <laughs> I don't understand the hype. For the most part, there's a guy taking advantage of a child who has amnesia for the most part. And psychics, like, that's about it. I don't understand how this is considered, like, a legendary anime. Like, I, I, I don't, by the time it ends, I'm like, what was the big takeaway that I was supposed to get from this? I, I, I genuinely do not understand how people have ranked it so high and uh, shared hero. Shared hero is uh, terrible. It's actually um, uh, pretty much garbage. Uh, uh, it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty uh, terrible. It's a. Uh, it's an anime that starts off with a rape allegation, and then the anime character just gets over it, and then he accepts that he's the anti-hero. He does it so quickly. By the time that he thinks that one of the characters he's rescued is going to leave him, he's like having a mental breakdown. But he gets over the notion of being prosecuted as a rapist, and. It happens so quickly that you don't really feel for him. So when he starts having a mental breakdown about somebody lose, like losing a character, it doesn't make any sense to me. It breaks the immersion of the storyline. And even worse, the storyline tries to have some very in-depth and insightful like breakdowns of like, oh, what happens to a course of a dragon when it decomposes? But for some reason, the Pope has the most obvious storyline of just 
surprised he's evil. He's he, he worships the Lord and he's evil. I'm like, wow, what what a painfully predictable way for us to have like any sort of gospel or religion like be incorporated within the storyline, despite the fact that it's subversive. I don't know why people were throttling, unhinging their jaws to uh, suck off uh, um, Shared Hero. I had to get that off my chest. <laughs> oh no, I'm going to double down and do a worse one after this. That's probably going to get me like, you know, doxxed or killed either or, but go ahead, Mr. Crafty. Nah, bro, I got like 10. Go first, please. Alright, I'm going to say it. One Piece shouldn't be put up there if the rest of the OGs like Dragon Man, Ball is called. You. you stole my shit. No, I gotta go no. no, like, so hear me out. The only thing One Piece has that's good for it, I'm gonna call it One Piece, because that's what it is. It's like dog shit. The only one good thing One Piece has is world building. I think it has really good world building. Like, I like it's an imaginative world, you know? Hats off to Oda for creating that. I think it's very rich. And the island's culture. So that's the back. one good thing I'll give it. All right, now time for the critiques. Like, the pacing, horrible. Worst pacing ever. Like, holy crap. How am I supposed to remember in chapter, like, you know, 784, some weird reference that was made in, like, chapter 12? How am I supposed to, like, binge watch all these episodes? Like, unless you were watching One Piece since you were, like, literally a child, there's no reason you should be watching it still. Like, it's just boring. It's never ending. It's long drawn out. And two is doomed to fail because here's why it's doomed to fail eventually they're going to come to an ending when they do it's been so long of an ending so long away for the expectations are through the roof he has to pull a literal miracle out of his ass to make this work which i don't think he's capable of he can't do it just me personally uh luffy or luffy whatever you call him dog shit character i just don't like him he's boring he's annoying like he cries more than like naruto sometimes i'm like that's insane like He's like the Deku guy, but before Deku. And like the last thing is just like, yeah, although I like the world building. No, no, I'm going I'm to eat real quick. But the last thing, like the art style is ugly. It's so disproportional and like weird. Like it's just, nah, man, I ain't taking that. But that's just me personally. I don't like One Piece and that's the reason why. Like read actual peak fiction, like, you know, Monster or like, you know, Berserk. But, yeah, read some peak. But yeah, that's just my take. Every person with a bad One Piece takes has Berserk in their pocket. <laughs> Every time I hear slander of the big three, they always got Berserk. Read Berserk. It's like pocket That's sad. real. It's better because we're right. It's pretty simple. Like, it's, Berserk is peak fiction while, you know, One Piece or One Piece ain't. Like, you know, um, one of my hot takes, I'm just going to say it. The live action One Piece show is better than I'm just saying it. I like one. I like. I actually like Luffy. This. You know what? You're right. That's one thing I should have included. The live action, yeah, that's right. Um, Cope and Steve, any One Piece fans listening to this, the live action is better than the original anime. Hell, I think it's better than the manga. That's just me. Oh, like I'm walking down the street, I, I can't follow y'all. Yeah, I'm just not going down the alley. Join us, bro. Come on. Don't, don't say the actor of Luffy isn't. Like, don't even say that. No, it's like pretty good. I like the live action. I think it's a lot better than you know that both the anime and the manga. That's just my opinion. Which is crazy, because usually live actions are dog, but like I think it's decent. Also, I just want to say, uh, real quick before I get into the, my other takes, hey, in the live action, they really nailed down the, that the fishmen were black. They really nailed that shit down. Like, whole- well, that was really good art design. I like that. Something that, no, you know, no, yeah. blacks, but that's just me. The so only thing that actually, made was world yeah. building. Yeah, um, uh, here's some other hot takes I have. All right. All right. Um, Fairy tale is not just power of friendship. Fuck you. Um, let's see what else. Uh, oh, you, hey, quick, uh, quick, 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 quick. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm gonna ch- challenge you on that. Best, no. best arc in fairy tale. Best arc. 
Ooh. Yeah. Okay, real quick. They fumble. I just want to say this. They fast arc. That that shit. I, I I hate that. But like um, best arc in fairy tale. I was Ready a yet. big. When does fairy tale get good? Man. Um. Okay. Well, Tower of Heaven. Or they have yeah. Fuck. That's fuck. Wait. Is that what's called? You know. You know. What I'm talking about. I'm currently or going the... through fairy tale right now. I'm currently watching fairy tale. And so, uh, I'm is like, that or Tenro Siren? Yeah. No. Is that or Tenro Siren Island? Oh, fun, fun story. Um, when I stopped watching fairy tales, I this is I swear to God, this is why I, like I was threatened by Natsu. And then you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? No, no, here's what happened, right? I finished all the seasons on Netflix, right? I'm like, I know there's the next season, but you know, I'm gonna try watching some other anime. That same night, I had a dream. Not Natsu cucked me. He threatened my life if I didn't finish fairy tale. I swear to God, like. You can call me crazy, but he cucked my ass. Is Fairytale that good to get into? I'd say Fairytale and Hunter x Hunter are two things that everyone tells me to watch that I just haven't seen yet. I mean, I, I can't speak too much on Hunter. Oh, by the way, Yu Yu Hawker Show, I'm just saying it, it deserves to be watch big mouth, Watch your mouth, watch your mouth, watch your mouth. It deserves to be big <laughs> three. It des- listen, I'm, I'm helping it. I'm saying it deserves big okay. three. <laughs> it deserves that status. I'm not, not going to... the screen and just strangle you. Just be like, oh, hell no. <laughs> No, 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 no! I swear, you show is amazing. I, I, I need I to finish so much, it. I had so much Homer Simpson energy coming from me, like God, oh, watch, watch, <laughs> watch your mouth, watch your mouth. No, um, I'll see what other hot takes I got. Um, now we need to balance this out. I want to hear some for Hazy. Like I said, we're sinking the ship, but we're all going down together. So Hazy's yeah. in that boat too. Yeah, yeah. Do um, 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 I just want to say for 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 the group, uh. uh uh, Nagito, uh, Negs, Atachi. Uh, oh, the- <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, oh. that's not a hot take. That's just trolling. You're just trolling. That's just. No, 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 I, 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 actually, no. I got a hotter take. I'm a. I'm uh, a foundationally, foundationally, if all jutsu are made out of chakra, uh, uh, just use when, uh, use the path to uh, suck up the chakra, and uh, boom, there is no more uh, Susano. There is no more Yada Mirror. There is no more Tasca Blade. There is only chakra, and that is his whole. Get your boy over here. This is delusional. Listen, listen. I got. I'm gonna build off that. Pain is stronger than Nagato. There you go. This is a hot take. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Dude, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I, no, I just have to do that to be a dramatic exit, you know, because I'm like, I can't hear these dog shit takes. But no, what you mean? They're peak takes. Come on, bro. Come on. Come on takes. No. Only my takes are peak takes. I don't know what you guys mean. I'm the, I'm just the best at takes. Like, but Himawari. Any other. Oh, yeah, well, let's get some out of the way really quick. So here's a quick obvious one. I'm going to bullet. You watch Cowboy Bebop, you're based. Pretty simple. You watch Naruto, you're a normie. You watch Dragon Ball, you're a Mexican. Unless you like Piccolo, then you're black. Um, What else do I want to throw in there? Oh, yeah, if you watch My Hero Academia, you're just simply a faggot. You're gay. So just going to throw that in there as well. Like, you like men, just period. Um, Huh, what else should I touch on? I'm not going to have an opinion on Hunter x Hunter because, like I said, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm going to get around to watching it. If you watch Bleach, you're pretty based. I'm going to respect you for that. I think you're a real one. Um, Seven Deadly Sins, you have a crippling porn addiction if you watch that show. I think it's no, just you're like... you're pedophile. That's what you are. So. No, yeah, it's disgusting. It's, like, just creepy. Like, you watch that Fire Force shit, you also need to get checked into a mental asylum. Um, okay, let me think okay, what buddy. else. All right, all right, buddy. Chill about that one. The... No, you know, it's true. Like, it's just true. Like... All right, chill. You got, you got to chill. You got to chill. That, yeah, I that, think that's all for my takes right now because I know we're just trying to bullet through because we're about to wrap up this episode. Um, 
All right. Here's a few. So either is uh is a gold work, uh absolute gold work. So um so either it's a, it's it's I remember all I remember from that is like fan service though, right? Isn't that what's known for just fan service? Oh boo. Well, Ooh. to be fair, in the manga, in the manga, just saying, they literally I hypnotize mean, yeah. him. Like, like, there's a lot to be off of. There's, just, there's, there's a level of absurdity and just richness and how zany the characters are written. I just really enjoy. Um, it, it feels like if you're going to write something that, like, there's rarely a show in which um, the writing is on par with how absurd the characters are written. Like, the power levels or, like, the uh, power mechanics are... And I, I really appreciate them for doing that. Okay, wait, I got one more. You know, Game Sonic beats Archie Sonic. I mean, that's not even a hot take. That's just simply facts. Like, I don't know what well, you I mean. Know, I that. know, I, I know about this. She's a comic character. Ultra Sonic. But I think it's annoying. Also, Game also, Sonic, good character. Uh, um, okay, so I want to keep an update for the audience. Stuff. Really quick update. Uh, best ending ever, you know, best, best, one of the best endings for animes, top tier, literally, not, no, no, oh, you're just trolling, one you're of, just trolling no, right no, now, literally one of the best endings, uh, everyone can totally fight me on that, it's, it's so immaculate, it's so amazing, because at the end of the day, the essential element that's always been a part of the show is how human these characters are in supernatural circumstances, and it, that, that demeanor, that, that stoic and cold demeanor that, Aaron Yeager had built up all this time was crumbled away by the notion of he's never going to see the success or like like bear the like be able to ascertain the fruits of all this labor. He's basically sacrificed his entire life to live a free life, which is a bit of a uh, oxymoron when you take into account that he had fought all this time to live a free life, only to have to imprison himself in that very same. Um, no, that's why I think it's a good ending, ending, but I wouldn't say it's, like, the best ending. Like, yeah, that's putting it's, it's it up. One there, like, it's one of the best endings. It's one of the best endings. Go, go, go work. Know. Absolutely cooking. Uh, man was, you uh, might as well say, like, Death Note has one of the best endings. You might as well just told me Death Note has, like, the best uh, endings. It's insane. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. Oh, well, actually, okay, wait. I got one. One more take. One more take. <clears throat> All right, one more. This is, for, this is for, you know, my group that knows this. They get this joke. Sinbad did nothing wrong. Sinbad did nothing wrong, just for the group. All right. Um, two things. One, I'm getting reports right now that the haters may try to cancel me, and just purely off of opinions, the haters could, like, get in line and just blow me. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm just, I'm sorry that I'm right, you're simply wrong, and that your life sucks and mine's just better than you. Just, it, it is what it is. Like, I, I can only speak facts, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a struggle, but, like, it is what it is, simply. You just gotta move forward. Like, it, I, I don't know what else to say in that. The haters could try, but I ain't going anywhere. But um, Crafty, before we close up this episode, is there any shout-outs or accounts you want to mention or anything like that? That, you know, just like, hey, you know, here's my boy, check him out, stuff like that. Yeah, um, I already kind of said at the beginning, um, what's it called? I said that, like, Adam or Liminal Meadow, my sorry name drop. Yeah, I didn't care. Anyway, um, what's it called? Uh, I, I, uh, him, for one, he does all my thumbnails, great friend as well optimize and not optimize makes videos he like posts once a decade but uh, they're good content trust me guys come on, come on just trust me they're good and even um another good friends he's been posting soon i helped him with a video check you know go check him out it's just just his channel this is what it's called and um you know we gotta give love to mr beast he deserves it you know he's an upcoming channel i think he deserves all 
Like, Mr. Beast. Yeah, I heard he's a really niche YouTuber, this Mr. Beast guy. Um, you know, good luck for him. I hope he climbs his way up the ranks, you know? Exactly. Who knows? Maybe we could have him on, you know? And, um, man, I, I would love to, like, at my girlfriend, but she doesn't have a YouTube channel yet. So, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, it's um, all good. Uh, one more thing, too. Yo, Tabuscus, I'd love to have you on our show. You were a childhood, like, hero for me. So, oh, wait, if um, you're listening to this, you know, hit also, me up, man. Also, real quick, um, uh, three more people. Uh, Tempest, um, Toaster, uh, the Rogue One, and Tyler. Yeah, it goes up to all the people I mentioned, and me. It's up to me. I'm like the best one. Give me your money. Give me, give me the donuts. Come on, guys. Give me the donuts. Hell yeah! All right. Um, that's all for me. Hazy, do you want to say anything? Close us out. No, that's pretty much it for me. Um, thank you for watching another episode of Rec Room Radio. I'm Hazy Dialect. Seeing this all in each. Yep. Have a good one. Peace.